Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. All right, welcome back. Matthew Harkins is back at the fan station. He is controlling the ones and the twos, and if you call him at 412-928-9370, he will put you on with me. And I'd love to talk to you about Pittsburgh sports until 1 o'clock here today. As mentioned, Pitt will play tonight at 6, pregame at 5. They take on Wake Forest, looking to win their fourth game in a row. And they've done a really good job. And Jeff Capel has this team playing really good basketball, despite all the inconsistencies and the crazy schedules uh, produced by all these COVID situations. Hey, I want to remind you also, you can follow us on Twitter at 937thefan, driven by Jim Shorkey Kia, Pittsburgh's number one Kia dealer. Shop all three locations at shorkeykia.com. Text the Edgar Snyder and Associates fan text line. Edgar Snyder and Associates reminds you to text responsibly. You can hit me up on Twitter. It's at KD Pomp. Best way to call is just dial the numbers, 412-928-9370, like Greg in Youngstown has done. Hello, Greg. How are you? Hey, Bob. How's it going? What's up, man? Hey, you know what? Let me defend Ben for a second because, you know, I hear the guys in your afternoon show just bash them left and right. You know, let me just say this to these guys. He had reconstructive elbow surgery. It takes two years to get full strength in that elbow. He probably came back too quick. But by the end of the season, his arm was dead. And Tomlin mismanaged Roethlisberger. He should have sat him against Cincinnati and Washington and got him ready for the playoffs and had him play against Cleveland. And also, this guy threw for 501 yards. I doubt Brady could have done that. So when these guys go into Canton saying that Ben's washed up, they've never watched football, and they don't even know what the injury he had. Well, listen, I, I share some of your comments there. I think given everything that we knew coming into the season where people had doubts he would even be able to throw the ball, he had, from that point of view, a very successful season. Even Tomlin called it, quote, spectacular at a season-ending press conference. Uh, Decision-making is another issue, but he's had issues with that lately. But the bottom line is, I think any quarterback who has to rely on throwing a ball 60 times a game is in trouble. I've always felt that. Run games are essential. Play action doesn't work unless you can run the ball. They're trying to play action with nobody in the backfield, for goodness sakes. They need, I still believe that he could be effective, and I believe next year he can be effective. Can he throw the ball the way he used to, not down the field? No, not like that, but he still can throw the ball. I thought was zip. I cited seven different uh, you know, throws in the last two weeks uh, of his season that were really good with velocity on the target over 20 yards. He didn't do many of them. I get it, Greg. But at the same time, uh, you know, until they find what they think is their right situation, let me ask you about Dwayne Haskins. What was, as a fan and watching, what did you think about that signing? I don't like the move. The guy's a head case. I mean, we've had head cases for five years. And I'm not saying he's going to be a good quarterback, great quarterback, but did we really need him? We got Rudolph, and we should probably look for another quarterback. But if he was cut by the Washington Redskins, and this coach is pretty lenient sometimes, 
what does it say about this guy's uh, uh, mental ca- uh, capacities? I mean, the guy just did goofy things. He's still going to do goofy things. I don't trust him. Well, a lot of people don't, and Ron Rivera got to the point where he didn't trust him at all, stripped him of a, a you know, leadership role. Next thing you know, he's uh, – and you never see this, guy. You never see a first-round pick cut before the end of his second year of his contract. Never see that. Normally those guys get nine yeah. lives, and he got none. And so he's here now. This could be a wake-up call for him. This should be a wake-up call for him. His talents weren't necessarily in question. It was his immature attitude that was. And he, he, he should look at this as a new opportunity and dig deep and forget everything except football. You know, Bob, let me say something about quarterback. You know this. Quarterbacks played above the shoulders, okay? You know that. It's above the shoulders. So I don't think this guy has that. And that, and he'll never be a Well, he threw for 50 that. touchdowns in one season in Ohio State, didn't he? I mean, he, yeah, but I know Ohio it's one State year. Quarterbacks, but Ohio State quarterbacks, every single one of them stink in the pros. Every one of them. So Ohio State has all this talent, and they play against subpar competition in the Big Ten most of the time. So they blow off these teams. It's in, and look at every quarterback from Ohio State. None of them has ever produced in the pros. Yeah, you could look at Mike Tomczak maybe as one of the better ones, and he was here for a little bit. But, yeah, you're right now. Justin Fields comes into it this year. We're going to find out what, you know, his ceiling is. I, I, I saw a lot of good things from him. him. What's that? I wouldn't draft a guy. I wouldn't draft a guy in the first round. Uh, he's another one. Ohio State has so much talent on this team. They go three deep like Alabama on their team. So by the time the end of the, like, the second half is going on, these other teams are worn out against them. So I would never draft an Ohio State quarterback. Well, that are going to be one of the tests this coming draft because Fields is right behind Trevor Lawrence. It's interesting with Urban Meyer down in Jacksonville because he has ties to Ohio State, of course, still, and he – had a lot of glowing things to say about Justin Fields. That doesn't mean he's going to take him over Trevor Lawrence. He might be uh, ridiculed a lot on that one. So we'll see how it goes. Greg, thanks for the call. Appreciate okay. it. I want to remind you, the uh, Bob Pompiani Show is brought to you by PNC Bank. Make today the day. Check out Virtual Wallet. It will make your financial life a lot easier. Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com, and you can watch the Ireland Contracting nightly sports call seven nights a week, Pittsburgh CW, at 1035. And the number one Cochrane, go one better, number one Cochrane Sports Showdown. We thank them for all of their sponsorships. Back to the lines we go. We got Bill on the cell. Hey, Bill, how are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for calling. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Hey, I was uh, wanted to talk a little bit about the Steeler draft. Um, in my humble opinion, I feel that we need offensive linemen, young ones at that, um, more than anything out there. I know everybody talking a franchise quarterback. I'm not worried about that. We need to establish a running game. We need a better offensive line. However, that being said, I don't believe that we're going to be able to afford Bud Dupree bringing him back, um, franchise tag or whatever. So I was curious as your opinion about your opinion on drafting one of the Russians from Pitt, Weaver or Patrick Jones in the first round. What's your opinion on that? Well, I think they're going to need depth there, but I agree with your original uh, assessment here that I think the number one issue that they have is offensive line. I would not be surprised if their first-round pick at 24 uh, is going to be an offensive lineman. They have some pretty good ones available there. I think you get to do that, and you have to draft another one later in the draft as well. Uh, they, They cannot be pushed around the way they were pushed around. They cannot... Uh, pretty much just uh, evaporate their own uh, run game by choice because they don't have any success with it. They need to to bolster their 
defensive and offensive line play. Now, defensive, I say only because, again, I think guys are getting older and you have to have a mindful look at that. But offensive line, no doubt. They need a center. They need a right guard to eventually replace what they have in Pouncey and DeCastro, both of whom are getting up there in age and both of whom's performances haven't been what you want. Uh, or at least what they're capable of. I, I still have great respect for those guys, but, I mean, it's just like anything else. It changes. So that's where I would start, uh, and I would look Good. for, if I can get a guy. I know Najee Harris. I, I, I love watching that guy run. I do. Uh, I don't know if he'll be there at 24, but that would be an interesting dilemma for me. To, to Do I go offensive line men, or do I take a running back with a high ceiling? Well, the running back won't do you any good without a good offensive lineman to make pass for them and holes, you know, create exactly. holes. So I, how about, like, uh, you're talking about the defensive line. What about, now I know, obviously, I'm a big pit guy. Uh, what about Jalen Twyman? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, that guy has been terrific. Um, again, it would it, you can go so many directions here with what they need. You can honestly right. look at their cornerback position and say they need depth there and youth there. You can look at inside linebacker and say they still need someone there. Um, I think safety for now, they're good. Uh, you can look at tight end. If they can get a big-time playmaking tight end who is very good down the field in the middle of the field, that should be a priority for you as well. So right. I don't know. It, it depends. You have a list. You see what's available. You go with who you think can help you immediately. And listen, the one thing I do know uh, Bill, is that these guys today, there used to be, you remember back in the day when if you were a draft pick, you had to wait two years before you got on the field. Not anymore. You're expected to get in there and play now. No more waiting. Right. So right. Uh, they need those right. kind of guys right now. One more comment, Bob, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what was Winnipeg thinking? Now, this is obviously off topic. What was Winnipeg thinking, giving up Patrick Lonnie for Pierre-Luc Dubois? I am just well, dumbfounded and astonished at that trade. <laughs> I'll go opposite. I really like Pierre-Luc Dubois. I think he's a really good oh. player. I think he's a better player overall than Patrick Laine, who's, who's a tremendous shot, and he can give you goals. But, the, you know, they had issues. They were trying to trade him. So I think that's, a, that's going to be an interesting trade for both teams, and we'll see how it goes. But I like Dubois a lot. I like Dubois, too, but I don't like him as much as Lonnie. And Lonnie is just so young to trade that. Oh, my goodness. I just can't believe it. Wish the Penguins well, would have been in on that. <laughs> Thanks for the call. I appreciate it, Bill. Thank you, I just Bob. like playing Pierre-Luc Dubois. I like Anthony Beauvillier. I love names like that. So, uh, listen, you can look at the Steelers right now, and, and they have so many people that they have to figure out what to do. For example, I'll go down my list in my head that I know are unrestricted free agents. Villanueva, they're not going to bring him back. At least I don't think they will. Williamson at linebacker. They probably should. Depends on the price. Hilton as a unrestricted free agent. I don't think they'll be able to afford him. Filer is up. Can they bring him back? I still like him. It depends on the price. Alu-Alu is an interesting choice because he is a, an older guy. But when he's in there, he makes significant planes. I think he wore out as the, as the season went on. He could be affordable. Banner, I believe he'll sign. He's also unrestricted. And you get to the skill guys like Juju Smith-Schuster. I think the price will be too much. James Conner, I think they'll move on from him. Cam Sutton, going back to Hilton, he's another guy who's up. Um, to me, he's the easier choice to make. At least he should be the cheaper choice, but I think he still can be productive. Uh, who else they have here that I'm thinking of? Um, Gerald Hawkins, he's a tackle. You know, He hasn't really done enough, but I don't know. They may need him just because they don't have enough bodies. 
Let's get to Spencer, who joins us on the cell phone, Bob Pompiani Show. What's up, Spencer? How are you today? Hey, Bob. Thanks. Always enjoy the show. Thank you. Hey, uh, this is some ideas for the offensive line. You know, I think they're going to be better off if they move Byler back to the right tackle because last year, according to Pro Football Focus, he was actually the number one offensive lineman last year when he played right tackle. I think they're better off using the young kid at at left guard, move Byler to right tackle, and then I I agree with you. If you get a chance to draft a really good running back, I would pick up in the first round, and then maybe get somebody like Creed Humphrey from Oklahoma to be the center and play both guard positions. Yeah, or the or the kid from Alabama, I Landon. I can't remember his last name. Yeah, he's uh, pretty good. Better thing better. Draft one of these two guys in the second round. If you get a chance to get Najee Harris, well, I tell you who else is really impressed me. He's been really good. Now, he got injured, too, at the end, but all those guys. See, the only thing is I wonder uh, how many you can get backs in other places. To me, you have to start with the offensive line. With My exception would be Harris. If he's there, I think that would, that would make me wonder what I should do. But the offensive line has to be addressed, Spencer. It, 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 you need multiple people there, and you need them now. So that's going to be a tough situation to try to solve in one year. But they got to get back to a mindset of being physical. They are not a physical team, and they have always prided themselves in winning that battle. They're losing it night in and night out. They're getting pushed back on the offensive line. You see tackles for losses all over the place. That has got to change. And we appreciate your call, Spencer. Thank you. All right, we're rolling right along here. It's a busy weekend. Of course, two championship games in the NFL. you got Tampa Bay, you got Green Bay. That should be one hell of a game tomorrow at 3.05. And then at 6.40 on KDK-TV, it is the Kansas City Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes against the Buffalo Bills with Josh Allen, but not much of a run game. There are of four teams involved here. They're the only ones that don't rely on a run game uh, as much as the other three. But it should be fascinating to watch. Always look forward to that. And, of course, the CBS will air the Super Bowl on February the 7th. A lot of programming involved with that on KDKA-TV. It's 412-928-9370. We're talking about the Steelers, the Penguins, largely. Also, some of the stuff going on with these championship games. Let's go back to the call line. It's 412-928-9370. Kenny joins us right now. What's up, Kenny? Hi. Uh, concerning the change from Roethlisberger, Mm-hmm. Uh, why, why not just copy teams that have successfully made the change in the past, uh, like, say, Baltimore? They had Flacco, and he won a Super Bowl. He could throw the ball 70 yards, best arm in the league. But they gradually, quickly, even though he wasn't done yet, drafted Lamar Jackson, let him play part-time with Flacco, and then got rid of Flacco. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, take Roethlisberger. He could play, uh, say, Next year for 21 million and just start first quarters and fourth quarters and let Mason Rudolph or the new guy from Washington or Dobbs, Dobbs play in the second and third quarter. And then, uh, so he play eight games next year for 21 million and be fresh for the, and uninjured for the playoffs. And, uh, then in the other 21 million, he could get the following year and play eight games and do the same thing. Uh, and Kenny, go they out, just, you know, they're not going to do that. And I don't think you can have any kind of cohesion on offense if you start doing that. So that's not going to happen. But, uh, I will say this, uh, Baltimore looked at Lamar Jackson when he was available as somebody who could be this sort of, uh, MVP caliber guy. 
and they didn't hesitate taking him. I don't know if the Steelers have been in that position. The closest they've had, they believe, is Rudolph in the third round, who they say was a first-round value. But, um, you know, I I believe Roethlisberger is going to be back for one more year, and that'll be it. Uh, They may have brought in Haskins as an insurance policy, uh, somebody to help out in the interim. But, you know, the plans moving forward have to include eventually looking at somebody in that draft who can be that person because I don't think anyone that they have here left can be that person. I think they all can be functional, but I don't think they can be the starting so-called franchise guy. Well, 16 games, Roethlisberger's next year, he'd probably get hurt by the playoffs. And if you limit him to eight, well, if you limit him a little bit, he'll be fresh, he'll be ready, and get his him incentives, you know, tell him, uh, you'll get a few extra million if you make uh, the, uh, the championship game, a few extra million if you make the Super Bowl. And unless they uh, restructure his contract, his which they might. 42 million over two years instead of one year, because if they give him 42 million next year, they don't have any money left to pay they don't have, for the rest of the He's not team. getting 42. He's counting. And regardless if he's here or not, they're still going to count 22 against the cap. That's how these caps work. Thanks for the call, Kenny. Appreciate it. But. You know, they're, they're going to make a decision one way or the other. I think it's been made that Roethlisberger returns. He hasn't made it official. I know he said he's going to think about it. I know he wants to be back. Uh, and, and I still believe they believe they can be a competitive team in what is a very difficult AFC North. I don't think they're capable of being the team to beat any longer in that division, quite frankly. I think that will be between Baltimore and Cleveland. I think both those teams are trending in that direction. I think the Steelers still could be. I think they have a, a very solid defense, which they're going to have to add to, but their their offense has got to make some changes. Uh, we're talking about coaching staff changes. I'm a little disappointed they haven't gone out and put a wide cast over the entire NFL and come up with better options in terms of some of these guys. All due respect to Hank Fraley, who is a Robert Morris guy and an overachiever, and he became an NFL player for 11 years because of it. But he, to me, is along the lines of a Sean Surrett. Now, Fraley has worked in that role as an offensive line guy with Detroit, but Detroit wasn't very good last year either. So, you know, I, I, I'd be looking for guys who have made big impacts, and if I could figure out a way to get him here, even if it means spending more, I would do that. But we'll see how it goes with that. Bert and Bell Vernon joins us on the hotline right now. Hey, Bert, how are you? Hi, Bob. Yeah, I have uh, three quick things. One, I think Chooks is your next tackle, at least uh... – Next year, he and uh, Dawson played well together in the on the right side at the beginning of the year. I thought you put Dawson on the left, and I think that's a good tandem. Build on the right first, start there. Second, I think Ben can be better next year after a year of healing and uh, uh, you know not uh, being uh, strained too much with the offense they use, unless he hits the wall or there's injury problems. Third, uh, I think they're perfectly set up at this point to be what I call a Plan B team. Instead of having a franchise quarterback, they would have a great defense and a game manager type. I think Rudolph can do that, and maybe Haskins, if he can learn from Ben. And if Ben can tutor him and they can get a reasonable facsimile of Ben from Haskins, yeah, he'd be worth every dime of his $41 million. <laughs> Well, yeah, listen, first of all, your first point is a good one. I, I think people are making too much of what happened in the last five games of Roethlisberger. I think... Many people at the beginning of the season had doubts whether or not he'd even be able to come back successfully from that surgery. I think that he proved that he could be fine, and in the first 11 weeks of the season, people had him in the MVP of the league conversation, nationally I'm talking about. So he still can get it done. I still believe a year without, you know, a total off season now of healing this thing will make it better. 
And I, for one year, think he still remains their best option. And like I said, it's not a team and an organization that wants to throw away years. You may think that's the best way. Maybe it is. But it's dangerous also to go down that path, I think, in times, especially in this division. Uh, now, Haskins, to me, is a, is a no-brainer. I have no problem bringing that guy in. None. A lot of people do. I think at age 23, why wouldn't you take a chance on someone who has maturity issues? You can tell me all about all these head cases. I don't care. I mean, the bottom line is everyone has a head case. <laughs> Any, anyone who goes through life is that something that they're not doing well. Dwayne Haskins just needs to look in the mirror and say, dude, i got to wake up. I can't go to strip clubs in a pandemic with no mask. You know, for that matter, you can't go even with a mask. It's just too, you're not allowed. It goes against the protocols. He did things that were stupid. I still think his talent level is probably pretty good. And, and maybe there's something there they could, they could bring out of him in this situation. Why would It's a cheap hire. It's a low-risk hire. To me, I would do it, and I wouldn't have a problem with it. Yeah, I, I agree with that and what you were saying about the, the draft and how they should build. Uh, the thing about a plan B team, you know, where you go with that game manager philosophy and build your defense and your line and your running game, if the, if the quarterbacks fail at the end of that situation, you're going to have a bad record. Maybe you get the franchise guy. That, that's why I like that right. approach. Well, you know, a lot of people don't like, let me ask you this, uh, Bert, before you go here. A lot of people think if Mac Jones from Alabama is available to the Steelers at the 24th pick that they should take him. I don't know if I would agree with that. I, I, I like what he did in a one-year scenario, but I, he doesn't look to me like the kind of guy who would – I like him. Don't get me wrong. Not as a first-round pick is what I'm trying to say. How about you? I agree. I think that's just one more guy uh, basically with, of the same type of guy they already have. He'd be a game manager type. I'd rather go with Rudolph. I've seen enough of him to think he can do it at least for a couple of years. And then, like I said, if it doesn't work, then maybe they draft their franchise guy with a well-built team. Yep, I definitely think they're going to start with their offensive line, though. That's going to be the number one priority. Thanks, Bert. Appreciate the call. As always, it's 412-928-9370. Our thank you to our sponsors, the good people of PNC Bank. Make today the day and check out Virtual Wallet. Ireland Contracting. Visit IrelandContracting.com. And tune in to the Ireland Contracting Nightly Sports Call, seven nights a week, Pittsburgh CW, as well as number one Cochrane and the showdown every Sunday night. Number One Cochrane is the place to get your vehicles. Go one better and ride in style at Number One Cochrane. Also want to remind you about the Chippewa Wet Go has a deal for you. 50% off any car wash from Wednesday, January 27th through Friday, January 29th. Again, the 27th, 29th. That's three days. Stop out to the Chippewa Wet Go on McMillan Avenue in Beaver Falls to shine your ride. Info at 937thefan.com. I'm Bob Pompiani. Matt Harkins back at the studio. More of your calls until 1 o'clock when Paul Alexander takes over right here on Sports Radio 937 The Fan. What's going on, everyone? Bob Pompiani back with you. Matt Harkins uh, is at the desk taking your calls. So when you call, he'll talk to you first. He'll put you on with me. We have about 15 minutes to go. Then Paul Alexander will be here for four hours, keeping you company all day. Jay Coffey will be one of his guests as they break down the Penguins, which has been kind of a um, lazy first five games. Uh, that's how I would call it. The way they've started, I mean, they've dug out because of their talent, and they've won three in a row, but they haven't won a regulation game in five. That's not the way you would thought this season was going to start, and quite frankly, the top six need to do better. Uh, Sidney Crosby's been fine, but everybody else, I know it takes some time. Maybe to get goal scores going, but Justin, uh, Jason Zucker on that second line, just the second line in general has got to get better in terms of five on five play. So is the first. So 
they're winning in some of these games with contributions from the fourth line, the third line. Jankowski's line was good in Philadelphia. It hasn't been that good since. They need to be more consistency, I guess, is the bottom line. Uh, 412-928-9370. we got Bill in Hemphill who joins us right now. Hey, Bill, how are you? Good, Bob. How are you doing? I'm great. I, thank you. Appreciate you calling. I've been trying to call for weeks, uh, but I thought, you know what? You're a heck of a lot better to talk to than the guys in the afternoon hours because they infuriate me to no end about Ben Roethlisberger. But Ben Roethlisberger, in my opinion, is one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. Had he been behind the same line that Brady has all these years, who knows what what would have happened there. But but that's not why I called. They, 80% of the problem with the Steelers this year is not the quarterback. It's the offensive line because you can't. That's why Ben was getting rid of the ball in 1.78 seconds. If he'd waited another second, he'd have got killed. They ain't blocking for him. And the running backs ain't getting no holes to run through. James Conner could do the job. All you have to do is give him some openings. But when they stack up the defense the way they did, uh, he didn't have a chance. All them guys were doing was running into walls. So that's why Ben turned to passing. I mean, it's it's just common sense when you look at it that way. If you can't run the ball, you have no choice but to try to throw it. Thanks, Bill. I appreciate you calling, and I appreciate you getting through. And, yeah, I think the run game is essential to any team. And as I cited at the first hour about all the run games of the teams that still are alive, you know, Aaron Jones makes Aaron Rodgers' job a lot easier because he is a big-time threat. They can't stack people in the box. They can't really reduce the amount of field you're dealing with. And I think the Steelers, listen, as far as Roethlisberger, like I said, first 11 games, people were talking about how wonderful, and he was. He made bad decisions. He'll be the first to tell you he was not good in the last six games. It starts there. But it's contributed with what you see up front in their line. I still think for one more year he's their best bet. I'm not going to change my opinion on that. I have no problem with them bringing in Haskins, and I think they should begin the process of looking beyond what is their plan moving forward after Roethlisberger. But if they're going to be competitive next year, it has to be with him. A lot of people think it's better for them not to be competitive, to drop down in the draft so you get a pick. Fine. But how about if that pick's not good? And then I hear these crazy comments like, well, Deshaun Watson's out there. Trade four first-round picks to get him. I'm sorry. That just is, is not any way the way to go. Not even close. You can still do a lot with four first-round picks. I understand the value of a franchise quarterback, but I am not giving up that kind of draft equity for anyone at this point. Not to mention the money that you have to account for with him coming in. And I know he's a franchise quarterback. I know he's good. But there are other ways to go about it, and that wouldn't be the way I go. Let's go to Dave on the North Shore. Dave, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Bob? Good, thanks. Uh, happy New Year to you. First of all, thank you. Uh, hey, I like that Haskins pickup. Uh, first of all, in, in 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 the year he was drafted, some experts had him rated as the top quarterback in that draft, although he wasn't drafted number one. But there were, you know, information that he was, you know, the best. Mm-hmm. He went 15 in the first round. So he has talent. I mean, he beat out Joe Burrow at Ohio State. That's why Joe Burrow transferred to LSU. Well, that was a mistake. So the guy has, and uh, as far as the head problems, he's 23. And people have to remember, when Ben was 23, no one had more head problems than he did. He was doing things that 
it, you know, off the field and things. It's of that a sort. maturity issue. There's no question, Dave, and that's what he's going through. Absolutely, right. a lot of guys do, and then you give guys ten million, twelve million bucks, and at that age, I mean, if you're honest with yourself, if I'm honest with myself, if I had that kind of money with that, with the thoughts, you know, as a young person. You can understand where that happened, which is why I think this is a good move. It's a low-risk move, Dave, because if it's just that, you can overcome that. Right. And the guy, you know, it's a redemption uh, thing. You know, he's going to have to mature eventually, hopefully. And with his talent, uh, it was a great pickup, and it's a a, a no-lose situation. And I had another question. As far as uh, offensive line coaches, do any of the uh, former great pit linemen like Covert and uh, Randy Dixon, Orlando Brown, or any of those guys in the coaching now or no? Uh, I know Jimbo isn't. Um, I, I don't know about every – I don't think so, no. I think it's uh, – listen, and I'm not going to say that just because you're a great NFL player, even a Hall of Famer, that you could be a good coach. It certainly helps with, uh, you know, the credibility that you have with your team, like Mike Munchak had here because he was a Hall of Fame guy at that position. You listen a little closer. But there are a lot of guys out there who haven't coached but yet or haven't played, but they could be very effective coaches. So, um, you know, I, I just think they should look harder at some of these candidates, and, 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 and that's just my opinion. I think they need to find guys who've been there, done that, who have good resumes, and I would have looked that way, especially with the offensive coordinator. Now, they've done that with Hugh Jackson uh, and uh, Pep Hamilton. Who, but, but it's weird how that all came to be, Dave, because the word got out that it looked like Matt Canada was the O.C., and, and now they've brought in other guys. I'm not sure the motivation why, if you've determined that Canada is the guy. So we'll have to wait and see. But thank you for the call, Dave. I appreciate that from the North Shore. Let's go to Jordan, who joins us on the cell. Hey, Jordan, how are you? I'm good, Bob. How are you? I'm hey, doing great. Thanks for calling. Good, man. I uh longtime Washington fan. Uh live in Pittsburgh, run a good. barbershop. So we have a lot of uh, shop talk and sports talk. And I kind of want to know what everyone thinks they're actually getting in Haskins. Um, cause as well, what are we getting? You would fan, know better than probably all of us if you if you yeah, watch them up close every week. Yeah, you're not you're not getting anything. Like I do agree that it's a completely low risk option to grab him, but he's significantly more than just a uh, off the field issue kind of guy. Like if you listen to the things that Seisman said about him and look at um, his playmaking decisions on the field and Rivera. I mean, if you get rid of somebody who is a first round draft pick in season two just dropped i mean there has to be significantly more on the field and off the field issues to just get rid of somebody like that i mean he's not making good playmaking decisions you have heineke come in and give brady a run for his money who was a 28 year old dude taking college classes picked off you know out of nowhere play out of his mind play significantly better than someone who is a one-year ohio state quarterback who apparently is so good not do well for two years and be given the keys of the kingdom. And the whole reason he was even talked up, I don't know if Pittsburgh fans know this, is because Dan Snyder wanted to get um, New York's quarterback, Dan Jones, but wanted to make it seem like he was going to go after uh, his boy there. Well, Dan Snyder has too much. He, he, he needs to lay off of decision-making and just sit back yes, and be an owner. Yes, he does. <laughs> 
No. And I mean, I love the Steelers too, and I love you know being here in Pittsburgh and being from the area. But like, uh, I can't get away from this guy, and I really don't know if he'll even get through training camp. To be completely honest. Yeah. Oh well, that's an interesting take. I, I always thought he had a, a talent. His decision making, no question, has not been good. But he's 23, so I think in time that could change too. We'll see how it goes. But Jordan, thanks for that information. One more call before we go. It's Ross on the cell. Ross, you're on the Bob Pompiani show. What's going on, man? Hey, Bob, I agree with everything that you're, sa- that you're saying, but there's a couple of questions I'd like to ask you because I know you have the phone book with better connections than the rest of the colleagues you work with, which is if the owner of the team issues a mandate that he wants a run game, how come he didn't get it, number one? Number two, why isn't the money being spent on better coaches if, a former NFL coach gets hired by Alabama because Alabama pays more as a college coach than some of the pro. There's something wrong here. It seems like Tomlin should get an assistant just to rule the discipline in the locker room because obviously he's not handling it. I mean, he's great in front of a microphone. I like him on that part, but there are some large gaps here between – the owner mandate, what we're getting, and what we see on media. What's your uh, take on that? I think that's a good point, Ross. Art Rooney has made that point. Uh, A lot of it went back to the Arians-Haley situation about protecting Ben Roethlisberger, about running the ball better, about all that. Uh, And there's no question. I'm sure he's not happy with a a run-pass breakdown. And again, though, to, to me, they looked at that as an offensive line weakness and an easier way. The pass game became that. Uh, quick hitting pass, but yeah, the only problem with that is it's not the same as a run game. The run game dictates something to another team. When you're physical with another team, it dictates something. They haven't had that at all. They're too soft, I think, on offense from that point of view. They need to get better at it. It helps all aspects of your game, and quite frankly, when you're going to drop back in two seconds, what pass route can develop? So that's a problem, but I agree. I think there, you know, a guy like Doug Marone, a guy like, whoever's out there, I would have looked at all different uh, opportunities. And Ross, thanks for the call. We're out of time on that note. Uh, before we go, though, I want to remind you that Lace Up Your Skates at the coolest place in the city. It's celebrate the 20th anniversary season at the rink at PPG Place, your downtown winter playground, open daily and holidays through February 28th. Listen to 93.7 The Fan through the 29th of January for your chance to win a four-pack of passes. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.